Hi, I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. Due to the pandemic, we bring you One Bad Mother straight from our homes, including such interruptions as children, animal noises, and more. So let's all get a little closer while we have to be so far apart. And remember, we are doing a good job. This week on One Bad Mother, something is on fire. Check your pants. Plus, Biz is all alone, and we talk to Deborah Goldstein of the podcast The Big Fib and the live storytelling show Listen to Your Mother. Woo! I'm going to pick up pizza, and there's no kids in the car. That's it. <laughs> Hopefully they'll eat. Love the show. I'm listening to it right now. Bye-bye. I this this is the greatest check-in one bad mother has ever had. I not only was that a really great woo, I the giddiness of your like in your voice of I'm going to get a pizza. I mean because you've just said screw you, food that I don't want to have to make or even shake and make. I just want to go get a pizza. And you, you're going to get it, and you're alone in your car. I'm sorry. They messed up your order. You're going to have to sit in that car a little while longer, aren't you? I think you're amazing. In fact, now I want to have pizza. You are doing a great job. Thank you so much for checking in. You know who's also doing a great job? All the essential workers out there. You're all amazing. COVID fatigue set in probably a month after. That's not even two days after after shutdowns began in March, okay? We are now really far into it, and it is really hard to keep all the lines from blurring due to exhaustion. And so... You know, we've got incredibly increased numbers out there. That in itself is very scary. And at the same time, maybe we're getting numb to it. I don't know. Everything's fucked up. But what's not fucked up are all of our medical professionals who are working double, triple, quadruple time to uh, help us to make sure that those who are not only dealing with COVID, but any number of normal day-to-day illnesses that we have, broken arms, broken legs, uh, lots of, I mean, you know, sty in your eye. I don't know. There's a lot of things that can happen, and I don't want to get too depressed by mentioning them all. Let's just say we all got to go to the doctor a lot. And Everybody from the people who intake and file paperwork, data entry, to the people who keep those doctor's offices and hospitals and clinics clean and safe for us to go into, and doctors and nurses and EMTs, all of of you, you're amazing, and I am going to wear my mask for you. I have been wearing my mask for you. I will continue to wear my mask for you. I will put on my fucking mask for you. It will muffle the sounds of me yelling thank you on the street, but I am going to do my part to support you. You are amazing. Hey, United States Postal Service, I still love you too. Teachers, you're great. Teachers, you're great. Teachers, you're great. Shout out to Octonauts uh, theme song there. Anyway, you're all amazing. And... It's a weird time because it's holidays and we're not going to be able to do all the normal stuff. And I'm really sorry. That sucks. So I am going to just say I am incredibly thankful, thankful, thankful for all of you who are making life work for us right now. Let me tell you what's working for me right now. Yes. My partner, Stefan, just took both kids to a... A local garden. It's very large, very open, uh, very social distancing. <laughs> and I've just, like, it just kind of sunk in that I am alone in the house. <laughs> There's no one in the house. It's so quiet. Like, it's an, it's an uneasy quiet. And yet, it's like when you walk into a forest, 
right? And you haven't been out in nature for a while. And that's not a quiet place, but it's like, it's a different sound that you're like, should I be scared of this? Or is this really lovely and tranquil? That's how the no sound in this house feels right now. Am I really terrified of it? Or is it really tranquil? Do I want to play a bunch of, well, clearly I'm going to record a podcast right now. So God, I'm wasting, I'm wasting it, guys. But I'm not really wasting it because today I'm going to get to talk to Deborah Goldstein of the podcast, The Big Fib, about critical thinking and how important that is for kids to get really good at. Let's think on that, shall we? Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. This week, we are talking to Deborah Goldstein, who is a writer, host, and executive producer of the game show podcast for all ages, The Big Fib. She is also a supervising producer on the Disney Plus version of The Big Fib podcast, starring Yvette Nicole Brown and Reese Darby. When we all aren't avoiding human aerosols, she co-produces and hosts the annual local storytelling event, Listen to Your Mother, a live event show featuring original stories celebrating motherhood. Well, then I guess I can't be on it. Welcome, (laughs) Deborah. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Hello. Hello. (laughs) Before we get started, and I have a feeling... Buckle up, everybody. I got a feeling this one's going to go a little everywhere today, which is delightful. Tell us who lives in your house. The people who live in my house are as follows. I have two man children aged Mm -hmm. 14 and 17 as of tomorrow. (laughs) I know. I look like I I was probably a child bride. It's true. It's true. (laughs) And also one lady spouse. Well, lady spouse. Yes. I like that. I like, lady spouse. I like it. Lady spouse. <laughs> yeah. And I also, I was a little nervous when you said man child because I was like, oh, oh. no, we, we never do the man child on this show. We <gasps> purposely avoid calling grown ass men children. Right. They're just jerks but they and so, <laughs> but they're, they're that funny like, age they're teenagers no. and they're not like children but they're not men but they've got lots of facial hair so i was gonna say it's very confusing. do they have facial hair oh too much oh, too much yeah it's, it's weird it's weird it's prickly it's yeah. it's not even full they can't go uh, anything to the full extent so it's nah. it's awkward it's oh. bizarre yeah god everything must be yeah. awkward in that house right now <laughs> that is <laughs> Absolutely true. It's like you're yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. Very <laughs> I am. I made behind you. Surprise. Yeah. Any any pets uh, in there? No. no. Two teenage uh, children enough. is enough. Yeah. That's it's enough. enough. I think. I think so. We do. Uh, oh. Sometimes we will uh, dog sit for people. We love dogs. Mm-hmm. We love animals. But I love them so much. I know that we would not be the appropriate caregivers full time of said right. animals. So we will occasionally dog sit or care for other animals, guinea pigs, we've done that too. And then we can give them back, unlike our children. <laughs> <laughs> They're there forever. Also Correct. shedding throughout your house. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Minor minor younger. I've got cat who is eleven, already tweening out. Yeah. And Ellis who is uh, gonna be seven Eminently, eminently <laughs> going to be. Look at all these Sagittarius yeah. flying around around here. It's a lot of eminently, fire. A lot of fire. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> so much fire. Uh, a lot of heat. Mm. Um, and so they they shed, but it's different. It's a different <laughs> shed, causing me to emotionally shed left yes, and right. You must. Let's talk about first. Yes. The podcast, Please. which has recently had a name change because of very good things. Yes. It is currently called The Big Fib. Correct. Uh, I would love for you to 
tell us about it. Sure. Uh, tell us a little bit about the name change in case people mm-hmm. are like, but I was listening. And then when you're done, I'm going to praise the theme song. Oh, yeah. Your current theme song because, mwah. Oh, anyway. I'd yeah. love to take oh. responsibility for everything, I but I won't because I also okay. love giving praise to all the people who've made everything happen because I work with an incredible team of people. But <laughs> so once upon a time, the show was actually called Pants on Fire, as in liar, liar, <laughs> pants on fire, which is a mm-hmm. name everyone loved. Yes. And everyone's very sad that it changed. And Skipping ahead a little bit so we don't go through every stage of the evolution. We can do as much of that as you like. But eventually it caught the eyes of Disney. And Disney thought, ooh, we could make a show out of that. And they they also love the name Pants on Fire, by the way. However, there is a game show in Norway called Pants on Fire. No lie. And Disney said, if we cannot be Pants on Fire everywhere we can be pants on fire nowhere and so we had to change the name i i really like that philosophy Uh, like that smells like the uh disney plus holiday christmas card Uh, a little bit i that's remarkable yeah so now it is known as the The big Big fib Fib. correct and by the way we got a lot of i don't don't want to use the word hate because hate is a strong emotion but people (laughs) felt very connected to pants on fire the name pants on fire and i understand that and they felt people look change is is hard i know change is hard and i and it was very difficult for me not to say you're right we hate it too the news (laughs) that we have to change our name so we took it and we understand that it's difficult for people to change but we're still the same we're the same crew it's the same concept we we just are called something different and we just have a new name sometimes we need to redefine ourselves don't we Yet I've got a tween in this house redefining every five yes, minutes. I correct. get it. And I just bought a bunch of sales stuff again, trying to <laughs> change whatever my look is that no one sees. <laughs> what goes better yeah. with eight months of graying? Oh. Uh, I don't know. Is it jeans? <laughs> is it casual sweatshirts? Okay. I want to say, I want to get back to the hate, the oh, the, yeah. the hate, but just yeah. simply because I feel like, you know, a, a comedy podcast about parenting, you probably never receive uh, <laughs> negative, <laughs> negative mm-hmm. emails. Mm-hmm. But I, it's true that I feel like there's like the separation we all have to do where sometimes we are not real, right? I mean, right. we're real, yeah. but we're also not real. Right. And it is, we can be a wonderful target mm. for displaced <laughs> anger, right? Like it's not about... It's not about like, you know, something we may have said on the show. It's about how that feels, how the person's taking that feeling. It's not about necessarily the name change. It's about like 8,000 other course. things. And I just wanted this one thing to stay the same. And like, I know, I just, I, I'm like, bring it, just <laughs> bring it. Right. I can... I can hold this yeah. for you. If it makes it's, you oh, feel better. If you need this, man, I'm here for you. Yeah. Fucking go for it. <laughs> yes. It's fine. Yes. It really is. So with that said, you're yes. a monster for changing the name. <laughs> Thank you. Now, the show, mm. oh, which by the way, I got to go shout out the new theme song yeah. is all about a la sort of Gary Shandling <laughs> themes. No one knows. Gary Shandling, guys. I, yeah, is yeah. A te- you know. I know. But yeah. And that most of you know. Go look at this is the theme, the Gary show, the <laughs> right. opening theme, the Gary show. Anyway, it's such a delight. So catchy, but yeah. It's a it's a very meta theme song about the fact that you guys have changed your name, but you're still the same show. Yeah. It's very rock and roll and hardcore. <laughs> and, and I love it. So the show, you have a kid mm-hmm. and you present two experts, Correct. but one of those experts is a... Big fibber. Correct. Did you see me transition I, like that? Very you good. Like You're good. I'm being yeah. very good. <laughs> is a big fibber, and the the kid has to answer, has to ask questions, come up with questions, correct, to ask, and and the whole the whole thing sort of surrounds this notion of critical thinking. Yes. How do we help our kids learn to think critically, to smell 
BS when it happens. And, and that is wonderful. But my first thought listening to the show is, <laughs> God, these kids are good. Like, how are they coming up with these questions? Like, my, I can't even get my, if my children come to me currently and say, I am hungry. And I say, what would you like? They say, I don't know. Mm, yes. And I'm now of the mindset of, well, when you do, get it. Yeah. Right? But like, I have those now kids too. the thought yeah. of like, now yeah. come up with a list of critically, uh, <laughs> you know, questions mm. that really rely on logic and understanding. And then they have to listen. Yes, they, have they to do. Listen to the experts. Yes. So, how does that like? How do you guys make that happen? And can I get a bottle of it? Sure. Well, they're not. Sure. They're they're actually puppet children. They're not real. Yes. Yeah. No. <laughs> Um, well, first of all, they're very excited to be on the show yeah. and they want to win, even though we're not offering them anything. They don't yeah, get, yeah. you know, they, they don't win anything except yeah. the, you know, excitement of being on the show and, and working with, with us and with Lisa, my, my co-host, Lisa. Who is a robot. A robot who's With named, a male sounding voice. Correct. Which I really yes. adore. He identifies as a he- he uses he, him pronouns, and his name <laughs> is Lisa, which stands yes. for live in-studio audience, the conceit being that he is responsible for all the sound effects on the show. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I like the idea of asking robots what pronouns they prefer. That's <laughs> genius. Just That's genius. What all right. Yeah. So the kids are super excited, and they want to win. So, yeah. And they've heard the show enough, most of them at this point, that they kind of get what they should ask. Now, I also do a lot of prep work with the kids. I tell them in the first segment, which we call the hot seat segment, yeah. where we put the experts on the hot seat so kids can ask questions, we'd love for them to ask open questions. So I kind of explain to them what the difference between an open question and a closed question is so that mm. they can give the experts the opportunity to riff to talk about stories and anecdotes and use words that relate to their fields and yeah all that kind of stuff and so i will give them examples i give everybody a packet these are some examples of questions but you don't have to use these questions come up with your own and they do they come oh, up yeah. they come up with great questions and sometimes they use closed questions which we then put in the quick fire round later ah but most of the time they use their open-ended questions. What do you do in your job? What If I wanted to do your job, what would I have to study? What's the funniest thing that ever happened to your job? Or <laughs> is it true that, you know, stuff like yeah. that. Things that they look up and find. And, and then it's up to the experts to not just say yes or seven. They, you know, they need to... <laughs> Talk, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seven. Right. And that's it. Okay. Right. All right. That's our show. Thank you very much. So we have, I have to prep them too and let yeah. them know this is sort of your opportunity to show off what you know, even if you don't know. Do you, like with a couple of the ones that I was listening to, the expert, you have the expert who's like really an expert. Yeah. He's like the, the truth Certified. Teller. Yeah. Certified. Legitimate. Yeah. The liar how do you keep it, it? It feels like they're like only one step away, though, from maybe mm. actually being involved. Do you look for experts that are sort of close? Like, no. for example, no, they're just somebody you know who's good at lying. Well, they are actors. Oh, okay. And therefore, yes, they are good at lying. <laughs> and they're very good at lying. And yeah. as a matter of fact, when we were first doing the show, I would say to the experts, you don't have anything to worry about. You know your stuff. I'll yeah. see you on the day that we're recording. And then I would try to prep the liars. And the kids kept choosing the liars at these, yeah. as the experts. Yeah, it's that's true. And, yeah. and it's because I, you know, sort of face plant, of course, because I have to tell the experts who are not improv actors or, you know, <laughs> liars by trade, that they needed to tell stories and they needed to use language they needed to expand and use anecdotes and say fun things and and it was kind of an exercise in improv a bit right yeah and and not just say i don't know the answer to that question but talk about what they did know etc so the actors i i i don't want 
actors who have any experience with the topic, they do some research. Yeah. And and I tell them, look, the kids are going to go online and they're going to look for fun facts about skateboarding or, right. you know, myths about or history of or famous people. <laughs> blah. Go to those sites. Look up what they're looking up because that's where their questions are going to come from. Do you notice, I was listening, I've listened to several of them. The most recent is a pie episode, Who yes. Makes Pies? Mm. And <laughs> I, like, I kind of felt like I knew <laughs> who was the expert yeah. and who was the liar. And I was right and the child was wrong. So ha ha, child. <laughs> but I thought, I thought it was a, a male and female um, or identifying male and yes, female yes. Uh, bakers yes. uh, or people who were bakers. And I really thought that the kid was going to pick. The, I, I felt like my choice might have been biased by mm. how they like how they sound. Sure. Absolutely. I, I, I trust the women. Interesting. And, I, and so I was wondering, though. If and I know that depends on like how they're playing it, what their personalities are, etc. But sure. I do wonder, have you? This is just a side <laughs> quest. Like, do you want to write a book about human nature and biases? <laughs> have you ever noticed if kids tend to lean one way mm. or the other? Is that even a question I can ask you? Yes, and it was a question <laughs> we were worried about in the yeah. beginning because we didn't want kids to assume now. Yeah, I would say that that adults of our age. age thank you. <laughs> old everybody, I, the people who old. remember the Gary Shandling <laughs> right. show when "Free yeah. to Be You and Me" was radical. Yes. Right? Okay, yes, that so, was radical. Right. So we are we worry that kids are going to assume that women are lying, and that men oh. and that men are the experts. <laughs> Right? You can also tell, based on some of my personal experiences, <laughs> which way mm. I lean on that, guys. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. And that was a worry. We didn't want that. And so I, I certainly go out of my way to cast experts who are perhaps maybe women who are in male-dominated careers and vice versa, right? Just to make sure we're... Yeah. And honestly, I, I truly believe, I don't think I'm being naive, I truly believe it doesn't make a difference to the kids as much as it makes a difference to us as adults in our generation. Yeah, as people yeah. have just walked through the world. Because, yeah. I mean, I, admittedly, not everywhere, but a lot of where, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's very different. For mm. I mean, the sort of the biases that were sort of locked in place, like my kids... Like, I just was having a conversation with the seven-year-old, or almost seven, last night, and they were like, what were your choices when it came mm. to, like, how you identified as a, you know, right. and I was like, boy and girl, right. boy and girl. And those they were, were like, my options. I don't understand. Right. They were like, I don't understand. I'm yeah. like, look, look, non-binary yeah. children of mine. Um, yeah. I, you know, that's wonderful. Yeah. But yeah, like, that. We don't, there were, that's, and if you that were tomboy, that could mean a lot of stuff, Absolutely, right? <laughs> absolutely, totally different. It makes you feel yeah. old in a good way because it's oh, so in different in a very good way. And so, like, I agree that, like, I feel like when you become a parent, you start to see things that are from your childhood that you remember delightful, and then you watch them, and you're like, yeah. whoa, right. whoa, So many whoa. movies, I can't whoa. tell my kids, yeah, so terrible. many movies, like, <laughs> my favorite movies. I have, sadly, I am a, a lampoon style, oh, like, give me yeah. Caddyshack yeah. and, like, meatballs, all those. Right. I am just, like, a 12-year-old at my core, and I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No, Can't. I, yeah. I, I'm with you. I, I'm Beavis <laughs> and Butthead all yes. the time, and it doesn't play well. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> to the point where when you show it to them, their responses are like, why yeah. on earth are you showing me this? <laughs> I know, so mother? sad. So sad. And so, you know, it, you have to learn very quickly that it's that's our baggage. That's right. like our stuff that Correct. we came up with came up with probably because we were watching that stuff yeah and i'm like panty raids are fine <laughs> <laughs> what what is happening <laughs> um so they just don't have it no they don't and 
I hope they never fucking do. Right. But they will. They'll have their own thing. uh, Yeah. 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 So that's actually quite refreshing. It is. It is because then I feel a lot less stress about it. Yeah. However, I do get the occasional email. Sure. Uh, about some, you know, we don't do, we don't run an episode where the. By the way, we do use male identified voice, female identified voice, always yeah. because it's so. There's so many of us on the on the in the game that we want them to be distinguishable in the podcast. Sure. So, so I will use for the sake of this particular example, I will use male and female. But yeah. So I will get emails that say I've listened to this show for the past month, and the male is always the expert. And oh. I and I'll you know I'm tr- I'm raising my boys here at, to learn that women can be experts, etc. Fair, I get it. But we can't always we can't do male expert one week, female male fe- right. because then the kids get it. They study this stuff. Oh, they know. They know. Yeah, they know. They really do. And yeah. so we'll do three male experts in a row, and then a female, and etc. And I keep a running tab of all the what female, that? all the male experts, <laughs> and I'll say to them in the nicest way, I don't. I'm not rude about it at all. I say, absolutely, I get it. I'm in the same boat. And just so you know, here's our tally and, and, uh, and, just keep listening because yeah keep listening know, yeah keep listening the women will be on top again correct right, right. yeah <laughs> yeah and it, currently we have more female experts than male i think just by a couple though you know yeah keep but, it well balanced. it would that is an interesting thing you have to stay on top of mm. and consider that i i am i certainly did not think of that right away mm. but now i'm like oh yeah my kids who i did basically infer were idiots at the beginning <laughs> would have figured that out in yeah. like you know of in course. two seconds they right like they yep. would yeah yeah interesting yeah. all right they're smart they are yeah god i know kids are kids are <laughs> it's frightening so <laughs> freakishly smart yeah <laughs> all right i'm gonna i'm gonna shift uh, enough about children this yes. show's never been about children <laughs> let's talk about listen to your mother sure uh the storytelling show which is so wonderful i mean this show we've been doing this like eight years now and it came out of that sense of moms are dumb and lame and mm. they parenting in general yeah. Yeah. Wah, wah. Right. You know, like, <laughs> you, like, so sorry. Yeah. There were some very specific roles we were all supposed to fall into. Mm-hmm. And, and no one wanted to hear mom talk because boring. Yeah. God. <laughs> She's just going to tell us how much she loves her children yeah, and how yeah. natural it is. Yeah. And so things like this storytelling makes me so happy because it's, in this society in particular, the, the American society, parents, uh, like once you have kids, we're never supposed to know about kids, right? Mm-hmm. And we're not supposed to want to know about anything related to your parenting, especially in the work world or just oh, in yeah, the world at sure. a cocktail party, yeah. like whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I tell, tell us a little bit about getting that live show going sure. so again i will not take credit for the show it is the brain you are doing it wrong credit 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 i know i would lo- i will take credit for the work that i do with my team to put it on in our local area however okay. however however it is it was not my idea it was a show that was conceived in the remember blogging yes <laughs> remember, i do remember my parents yeah. still call this blogging right so, well yes, it's, sort I, of, it's the next um, blogging kind of yeah, i mean kind of yes differences but um and <laughs> once upon a time there was blogging and there would be these these conferences where you would meet up with people who were bloggers and talk about blogging and it was so exciting and there were people who were writers right and there was one particular blogger writer and performer who went to one of these conferences, was very much inspired by the particular keynote event at one of these conferences where people could bring their stories to the stage and these normally introverted, you know, behind Mm -hmm. the screen writers would be able to speak their words and people could give them the praise that they deserved. And she was so inspired by that. Her name is Anne Emick that she created her first similarly, Mm. similarly designed show in her town in Madison, Wisconsin, 
with the theme of motherhood, where she would audition people to come read their original stories, five-minute <laughs> stories about motherhood and all of its complexities. They could be funny, sad, complicated, yeah. all the facets, right? And she would put together that show, and she did it this one year, and I met her after she had just done the first show, or maybe right before she was about to do it, regardless, we met and she said, I want to do this in many cities. Yeah. And because the world of blogging at that time was a very connected community. It was, yeah. There were yeah. people who said, yes, me too, I want to do that also. And so she grew it and people started doing it in various cities. And I think seven years later, I believe it was in 41 cities across the nation and and mostly from from the blogging world. But then other people started to jump on board, too. And I had been in the show in New York City. And so had another colleague of mine who was in a different cast in a different year in New York City. But we both knew that we came from this area, this community that was super creative. And there, there were tons of writers and storytellers. And we said, we, we really need to bring this to our own town. And so we did. And we put on the show and Anne was behind it. She really helped people do produce it in their own towns and gave people the, the, the format and the support to do it now and then we've been doing it ever since and the you cast different people every year you hold auditions you have people bring their stories and not just mothers or women right anybody yeah. who has something to say about motherhood right yeah oh, right oh, yeah so i'm yeah. thinking lots of people a lot of people a have of opinions people. on motherhood yeah and <laughs> it's your experience that you have one you don't have one yeah. you used to have one you want to be one you are one whatever and every year you're also supposed to and we are happy to give a certain portion of our profits to a local charity that supports mothers in your area as well so there's that element of it also and it brings the community together in such a wonderful way it really is you have a visceral emotion to riding this ride where people are sharing their stories that are that are not they, these are not scripted I mean you're writing no. them for yourself but you're not putting it on it's really coming from the heart and you can feel it and people love it and and people connect to each other in a way they don't anticipate but love and every yeah, but it's because, great. you know, everything can be first connected as we all are. Yeah. Very isolating. Correct. And, you know, we talk, hear a lot about isolation after a kid winds up in your house. Yeah, somehow. Like, yeah. Somehow. They do. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> you just get a call right. and the next day there's a teen in your house, man. <laughs> like, and you're like, ah! yeah. there are lots of ways to get kids. There are. Uh, yes. And so, But no matter how they show up, the stork or whatever, right. it can you can suddenly find yourself totally cut off. Completely. Or it yeah. feels like you're cut off. Yeah. And, and that doesn't just apply to people with kids in their house. You know, it is, we do not move through the world like we once did in which we are constantly out in a community yep. and so i can i can understand how impactful it would be to be in a room with this sort of event mm. happening like how heard and how seen i would feel yeah. no matter really what the story was yeah. and it i would imagine it provides an amazing opportunity for people to see more than just their one story as they Absolutely. as they come in and yeah i are you guys how's that working yeah. out with covid great this question. year yeah it's yeah, not great question you're welcome <laughs> no, thanks it's not it's not the we, answer yeah we talked about early days that usually so the show always happens on or around mother's day so this p past Mother's Day, we were well into the pandemic. So oh, yeah. we talked about doing it virtually and we actually had a cast. We had auditioned a bunch of people. We had a cast ready to go and we did a run through virtually. And while it was very meaningful for all of us on the Zoom call, we just didn't think that it would translate the same way. So we put everybody on hold and said, OK, let's just do this again next year. And who knows? I don't think we'll be... I know we won't be able to do this this year either. And that is 
super sad, but yeah, you know, better everyone's safe and at home so that we can all come together when it is safe and appropriate to do so next year. There so. will be so much hugging. Yeah. I am so not much a hugging. hugger. <laughs> I'm not a hugger. And I'm like, I need to uh, hug somebody. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. Stranger hugs. Come here. <laughs> bring it in. Yeah, everybody looks so huggable Huggable. Yeah. Come here, stranger. It's, it's difficult. You know yes. All right. Deborah. This yes, has ma'am. been a delight. <laughs> you are now my new best friend. Oh, I hope uh, so. That's let's wonderful. Hang, I just want to like keep chatting and I talking. Everybody, absolutely go check out the podcast and obviously the TV show. But yes. as for all of us who are also trying to find other ways for our kids mm. to, you know, do stuff. You ain't yeah, going on yeah. a long car ride this year, <laughs> but pop on a little 20-minute podcast that's enjoyable. And 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 I do want to say, Gabe, uh, our lovely producer, and I were both speaking at the beginning of the show about just the quality of the production. It is engaging throughout. Thank you. So you Thank did a wonderful job. Yes. And so we'll, we'll link everybody up to where they can get it which is where you Thank get podcasts you. Yes, and you know but just in case you're, <laughs> just in case you think it's a blog we'll link you up to it and Please. how to access it and as well as to you know sort of the history and information of listen to your mother Thank you so much. Thank you Deborah. so much. Thank you for all you do and for all Teresa does and for all you do Gabe you are all doing a phenomenal job. So are you. Thank Goodbye. You. <laughs> now get out of my Zoom. <laughs> Ciao. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Care.com. Tis the season to wear multiple hats. Who doesn't need to wear another hat right now? We all need an extra hand, and we need to be able to find trusted and reliable sitters, nannies, housekeepers, dog walkers, and more. And we can do that on Care.com. What's nice about being a premium member, of which Teresa and I both are, is that it makes it so easy to find the right people to help us. I was so surprised by how many caregivers live right near me when I put my zip code in, and they provide me with all the tools that I needed to access backgrounds, to read reviews, to see qualifications and certifications. Guys, we all need a little help right now. To save 30% off a Care.com premium membership, visit care.com slash badmother or use the promo code BADMOTHER. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time. Hello, Teresa. It's time to say hello and genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. Sure, I can do that. I figured out what to do with just stacks of coloring books and activity books Mm. that are just like in a bin i know just like throw them in the trash right what if that was it what if that was my genius i would say that's fucking genius throw them away (laughs) (laughs) i wish i used we have in our like little play area as if the whole house is a fucking play area (laughs) We have, like, one of those, like, preschooler or toddler, like, bookshelves where, like, the it faces out. Like, the book's covers face out so you don't have to read the spine. You can see. Sure. And that's been there for a while. And pretty much it was for 
Curtis and he doesn't he's just I try like switch switching out the books but he's just like not really using it for that so I realized <laughs> I would put the book somewhere else like yeah. in the stacks of books that we just have piled around the house you like how my genius moment is going so far? It's going I great. Do. It's really good. So I, but anyways, I put the activity books and the coloring books in there. Mm. And I put like an art set in there so oh. that when they're playing in the play area, it's part of the play area that there's activity books and coloring books and like crayons and stuff. Wow. And people have actually used them. Ooh without me having to say like hey should we dig out the <laughs> activity books and you know like trying to make a thing about yeah. it they're just there and they're getting picked up and used sometimes now i wow yeah that it's very it's very 2020 to have our geniuses masked in such sadness and sorrow <laughs> <laughs> but i I weeded through it. I saw it. That was Thank great. You. Really Thank good you. job. Thanks, Biz. So we, speaking of things stacked up and just laying around collecting dust, my car. Mm. <laughs> my car, which we think is like 18 years old. It's like mm -hmm. it's like trying to age, know what age your cat is. I'm like, yeah, yeah I think we got it. Maybe it was already yeah. this old. That was an yeah. old car. I rolled down the windows with my hands, like in yeah. a motion, right? Yeah. Nothing, yeah. nothing, nothing just is opened electronic. on its own. Nothing yeah, just no. like ma magically. Yeah. In fact, it did the opposite. The door for the back seat in which Ellis would sit in didn't actually stay open very well. So not only would I be trying to get Ellis out of the car seat when they were a baby, I would get slammed in a car door. Yeah. Like as well. Anywho, oh, yeah. I took it in for servicing. It's got to be a week before the shutdown back in March. Mm -hmm. And uh, they were like, it's great. And I'm like, I doubt it, but okay. Mm -hmm. And within three months, we hadn't taken the car anywhere. Mm -hmm. And we had not followed the advice of drive it around the block. And so we could not get the battery to start. Then mm. we tried jumping the battery. That also didn't work. It, and it, it, even when we did drive it a little bit, I'm, I lied. We actually did take it out once or twice at the very start of COVID. It smelled so bad. Like it mm. made us, you're like, you just knew it was, it was the smell of death. Yeah. And so for the last bazillion months, we, it has sat up in the driveway it's more spider web now than mm -hmm. it is car. And we donated it to KPCC, our local <laughs> NPR station. You because did? every day on NPR, yeah. I hear them say, Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway taking up space? Yes, I do. Yeah. I do. NPR, yeah. KPCC. And so I was like, Let's do it. We did that. And that feels like something good. That's <laughs> great. Should I ask, will you be replacing this vehicle? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> where Where do we have to go, Teresa? <laughs> now, nobody panic because we live in Southern California. Oh, my God. How will I get around? Yeah. Well, two ways. One, we still have Stefan's old car. Yeah. <laughs> and so we're going to try and be a one-car family since there's nowhere to go. Plus, you may remember me from Let's Make a Deal, where I won two electric bikes. Oh. <laughs> so, beep, beep, zoom, watch out, watch out. Here comes Biz, terrified on a bike. Yeah. So there you go. Good job. Thank you. Hey, one bad mother, this is a genius. I bought my kids some window writer markers, you know, the kind that you're supposed to be able to uh, write on glass with and then just wash off. Fine, great, they like them, but I <laughs> love them. Now when I'm hanging out, just me and the like nearly two-year-old kid, we're just sitting on the couch and I'm coloring the window. I'm drawing these elaborate designs. I'm enjoying designing things <laughs> onto my window. And I really like the way the fun comes through. It turns the walls different colors. It's like a rainbow in our living room now. And guys, I think this is a genius. I don't even have to be good at art. I just wipe it right <laughs> off after. Oh, 
Window writers. Genius. Thanks for the show, guys. Wow. Yeah. You are genius. You are. You know what I discovered listening to this? Uh, that was the discovery that we can actually feel delight. Yeah. Do you remember delight? Yep. <laughs> yeah. And when it's when when you stumble upon delight, mm-hmm. right? No strings attached. Just that was delightful. Yeah. I'm getting delight from this. Mm-hmm. That is so incredible. It's great. I think I think we too often fall into the trap of when we're home with our kids, we have to either be productive or doing something that's for them, yeah. that's helping them or connecting with them in some way. I love that this is neither of those things, and yet it's great. It's yeah. really good for you, and who says it's not good for your oh, kid? Oh, it's great for your kid. Yeah. This is the version of me imagining I would play guitar and my children would sing or I would garden and my kids would be out either playing or like digging really thoughtfully with me, right? Like where I'm doing an activity that they also like, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. that never happened, ever. And this is this is that. This is you're getting to like draw. Your kid likes to draw. You get to write on the windows. Who doesn't want to yeah. do that? Rebel, rebel. Yeah. I, I think you're amazing. So good. Failures. Fail, 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 fail. You suck. Fail me, Teresa. Okay, well, the real fail is I keep like just being really tense and not having time to exercise. So, like, I keep messing up different parts of my body, like tweaking my body in weird, terrible ways. So, my neck is sore this morning, but also I have this like rice filled soft wrap that you can either like keep in the freezer and it's like a cold pack or you can microwave it and heat it up and then like kind of tie it around your waist and it's really good for your back and I've been using it I mean probably for like a year or something or maybe longer it's it's actually really awesome like it's it's heavy it's like I said it's filled with rice it's very soft fabric on the outside and then what I do is like when I first wake up in the morning I just microwave it for a couple minutes wrap it around my waist and then it kind of warms up my back so that if I do something sudden I don't like mess it up it's like already warmed up so this is a very very important item in my life and also I use it a lot (laughs) and the other day I was like oh this is getting kind of it's like kind of kind of needs to be washed you know like it's it's like fabric that's been like up against my skin a lot but it's also like been in the microwave a lot and the microwave is not always clean and clean yeah and so I was like all right just throw it in the wash I guess (laughs) wait I just can we all stop for one second let's stop what is it filled with that is Mm. the question biz huh yeah I said it earlier and I'll say it again you it's did. filled with rice. Rice. It's filled with rice. So yeah. any guesses as to what would happen if you put it through the washing machine? You basically cooked the rice I cooked in the a rice. bag? I cooked the rice in a bag. <laughs> cooked the rice in a bag. Uh, and mm. and so that has obviously, a taste of Teresa on it. <laughs> <laughs> it became so full because, oh. of course, the rice expands. Yeah. And it, was, it became like hard as a rock and crunchy. And I'm sure is going to soon, I mean, I'm I'm sure would rot. I mean, it just, yeah, truly destroyed it. And there was a moment where I was like, wait, did I, maybe this will be okay. Maybe, (laughs) will it dry? Like, I was like, will it dry back out? Like, will the Mm. rice dry back out? Maybe. Like raisins? Like raisins? Like, it's really dry here right now. Should I leave it outside? Or like, I I was, I couldn't. Even though I knew, like, wow, that was so stupid. If I had, like, thought for two seconds, you know? Yeah. But I just really didn't want it to be gone because I use it so much. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I am so sorry. No idea. Yeah. No idea. You're a horrible cook. (laughs) You're doing a horrible job at cooking. Okay. Okay. Ellis continues to enjoy the Switch game. Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild. And I enjoy it. I play it a lot for him to do stuff. But now they're into it just for the dragons. Uh, Ellis and Kat both 
do these incredible role-playing sort of things while they're, like, they pretend to be people in it. So Mm -hmm. Ellis is a dragon farmer going to find these pieces, collecting of dragons. And actually, it's fairly self-contained. And, hey, I want to make some dragon parts out of this clay I found. Okay, that's great. Go for it. And it's that clay that you can then pop in the oven and cook it for, like, 20 Mm -hmm. minutes. Now, listen, every time... Anybody's made anything with that clay in this house, it takes way more than 20 minutes. It does. It takes Always. a long time. Yeah, us too. Always. Yeah. So I put it in. Mm-hmm. Ellis has made a dragon, a shard of dragon claw, a, sh- a dragon scale, a shard of dragon fang, like all this stuff. And I just, I just burned it to a crisp. I mm-hmm. mean, I burned it. Oh, because it was like small pieces, yeah. probably. And they're, like you know, they're col- it's a colored yeah. clay. So like they were supposed to be uh, like this bright blue and like bright red. And I just burned it black. I mean, yeah. it was just. And so I'm like trying to spin it like it's so old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, it's aged with time. Yeah. And long it's ago. It's encountered lore. fire and flame. Yeah. Yeah. Flame and fire. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Oh, uh, oldie. <laughs> that was not satisfactory. Yeah. And Ellis is definitely in a place right now where everything bad that happens to Ellis is someone's fault. You made me sad. You did this to me. You burned my clay pieces. Your fault. I'm crying right now. So great. Yeah. You yeah. really suck. I do. Yeah. I am. I you shouldn't monster. have burnt his art. I'm really trying to just stop fucking helping altogether. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Hi, this is a fail. So my husband and I decided to buy some uh, string lights for the kids' rooms because they like sleeping with a little bit of light on, and we didn't want to leave the light on all night. So we ordered them off of Amazon, and the package came in, and it was very small, and it was, it didn't look like it was light, um, but regardless, we opened it, and um, it was not light. It was a dildo that was not what we had ordered, so I don't know that this is necessarily our fail, but it is definitely a fail. Um, the only upside is that we did not let the kids open the package and we intercepted it before they got it. So, yeah, I guess uh, be careful what you order. Anyway, you guys are doing a great job. Thanks for the show. Oh, sounds like sounds like this could turn into a genius to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Wow. That, that is remarkable that is a remarkable surprise it is unexpected it is not string lights no it's not (laughs) string lights definitely not it will not solve your children's need for a little extra light in their room at night (laughs) no it's it's not not gonna gonna do it not not in fact it may work better in the dark i don't know (laughs) i don't know it's really up to what you like well That's remarkable. I hope you didn't double fail and send it back. (laughs) You're doing a horrible job ordering things from the internet. God. (laughs) You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem, I call you. One Bad Mother is promoted in part by KiwiCo. Gracie and I recently got the kit for making geometric candles. And when it came, I kind of took one look at it and was a little <laughs> bit like, okay. Because <laughs> you guys know I don't like doing projects with my kids. And making <laughs> candles just seemed like something that would need a lot of my involvement and would get very messy and would potentially involve fire. But then I, I realized 
they really set it up for Gracie, who's nine, to be able to just actually basically do the whole thing on her own. And she loved it. KiwiCo is redefining learning with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. There's something for every kid or kid at heart at KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate with code BADMOTHER at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com. Promo code BADMOTHER. Readers have a lot of problems. How do you juggle your holes at the library? How do you decide what to read next? What do you do when you find out an author you love is a huge trash baby? I'm Brea Grant. And I'm Mallory O'Mara. And we're the hosts of Reading Glasses. We're here to solve all your reader problems and along the way, help you figure out your reader wheelhouse, which are the things that will absolutely make you pick up a book. Our listener favorites tend to be magic and a woman on a journey. And also birds for some reason. Your reader doghouse. Yeah, that's the things that'll make you avoid a book. Ugh, love triangles stress me out so much. Reading Glasses. Every Thursday on MaximumFun.org. Hey friends, Jesse here, the founder of Maximum Fun, and I have some really great news to share with you. This year has brought a lot of changes for all of us. And one tradition that we were grateful to be able to hold on to is our annual pin sale to benefit charity. This year, through your generosity and love of pins, you helped raise $95,400 for Give Directly. If you're a member and you bought pins, they'll ship in January. In the meantime, your support will provide direct cash relief to families impacted by COVID-19 across the United States. Even in this incredibly tough year, the Max Fund community remains extraordinarily kind. And whether or not you bought pins, you can continue to help by heading to givedirectly.org. And as always, thank you. Well, everyone, here we are. Time for our favorite part of the show. Today, I'm going to remotely hold Teresa's hand and brush her hair while we settle in and listen to a mom have a breakdown. Hi, guys. I'm calling with a rant. I guess the best part of calling you guys with a rant is I can just put it out there and not get some friendly advice on how to really fix it. So here it goes. Yesterday... I pick my six-year-old up from first grade, and he tells me that he's making a new friend named Emma, because Emma loves pickles, just like my son loves pickles, and he brings a pickle in his lunch every day. So we talk about packing two pickles and sharing a pickle with his new friend, and then my son says, no, Mom, because of COVID, I can't share a pickle with Emma, and I got so mad. I have dealt with everything that COVID has thrown our way. I took on all the parenting. All my work stuff has been terrible, and I took on that. And now, on top of everything else, COVID has to make the regular stuff worse, too, because my son has a terrible time making friends. He wants me to go over to the other little kids on the playground and ask if he can swing with them. And he's finally making progress, asking Emma if she wants a pickle. But no. So there it is. Just another way that COVID's making this worse for all of us. I appreciate you guys being there. I appreciate your podcast. Keep up the good work. You are doing such a good job. Yeah, you are. I'm so glad that I'm not glad you're having this pickle experience, but I am glad that you called in because we do sometimes focus mainly on the sort of big ways that COVID and the pandemic and all the things that go with it are affecting us. Work, living, paying for things, food insecurities. You know, I mean, like not being able to see family for the holidays. I mean, like there are really big, obvious ones. And I don't think we're always tuned in to the really small ones. I think about you're living somewhere where your child gets to do some combination of in-school learning. And I think when, I think the big view of that, 
right? Stereotypically is lucky. How great you get it, you know, like mm, yeah. whatever, which we know isn't true. But you think worst case you're dealing with making sure you remember a mask or, you know, really worst case is somebody getting sick, but not the like little things like making friends and sharing pickles, right? Like, yeah, it, it not- is. It's one of those small things that's actually a, such a huge thing. Like, it's so formative, you yeah. know? It's one of those things that it's so hard to feel helpless in these moments because I know I had that same reaction too, Biz, where yeah. first I'm hearing like, oh, you know, your child is able to go in person and see other kids. Like, how awesome is that? Because we, you know, everybody's talking about like the lagging social skills of kids yeah. being on Zoom all day. But, you know, there's also the social impact of just the social distancing that all our kids have to do everywhere they go in the world and the masks and not being able to read other people as well. I know I also have trouble like understanding people a lot of times when they're wearing masks and like being Ugh. heard. It's it's very, you know, our kids are going through this as well. And for your little guy who's just starting to make friends, I'm really happy for him. And I hope and assume that the pickle thing is a way bigger deal to you than it is to him and Emma, because clearly they made a connection regardless of what's going on. But yes, these are these things that we can't control and they are so unfair. You are doing an amazing job and so is your child and so is Emma. You are amazing. Yes, you are. Teresa, you are amazing. And guess what? I think the tow truck is here right now. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like trying to do many things. Anyway, I think you're remarkable and amazing. And I am so glad to see you. And I hope you have a really wonderful Thanksgiving. Thanks, Biz. Whatever that looks like. Whatever it is, yeah. I have no idea what it will be, but mm-hmm. it will be what it is. <laughs> it was really good to see you. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Are we still talking about what we're thankful for? I am thankful for Teresa, who has had to depart. Well, that makes me so sad, but I am always thankful when she is able to be here. And what did we learn today, everyone? We learned it's always hard to say goodbye to Teresa after we get to speak with her. We learned that if you're going to be a liar, you better be good at it. Apparently, apparently people think that women are liars. What world, what crazy world are we living in? We also learned, guys, that it's it's Thanksgiving. They're here. The holidays, they they came. They're here, COVID or not. Thanksgiving is happening probably right now. You're probably hiding in the bathroom, which we always recommend during the holidays. This is a particularly difficult holiday for as much as we love the old trope of how much we don't like getting together with relatives. Uh, This year, we really can't in, in many situations, and that is really hard. We cannot see the people we want to see. We may have lost a lot of people. And just try to remember we don't know what's going on with anybody that we see. And let's just assume they're where we are, trying to get through it every day. And I just want to say I see you. And we're all having a hard time with this together. And if you have found a way to see your relatives, that's also wonderful. And congratulations. And I hope no one fucking talks about politics. I mean, that's sort of my positive spin on the holidays right now is if you truly hate getting together with your family and you've always dreamed of just fucking staying in pajamas all day and movie marathoning it, this is it. You get it. You get your holiday wish. No hiding in the bathroom because we're all alone in our house celebrating together. That is what we are going to do. We are going to movie marathon it all day. 
on Thanksgiving and maybe ate hot dogs. But probably not because Stefan likes to cook Thanksgiving stuff. So we're all right. We're going to have Thanksgiving stuff. We also learned that I am incredibly thankful for the show, for Gabe, our new producer. I am incredibly thankful for Teresa. And I am incredibly thankful to all of you for continuing to be part of the One Bad Mother community. You're all doing an amazing job. You are doing a remarkable job. Guess what? This year, you can't fuck up Thanksgiving. Ta-da! You can't. No one's, no one's going to see you. Ta-da! You're amazing. And I will talk to you next week. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Fun, our producer, Gabe Mora, our husbands, Stephen Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blue. Oh, said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blue. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.